do you feel like there's some trauma you just never get over ever, 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 ever? Remember I told you on Friday's show that it was my cheativersary. And today, Leah, our therapist friend, is coming on. Like, do you really ever get over an affair if you get cheated on? Or is it always going to affect you for the rest of eternity? That's dramatic, but go with me. It's a Monday show. Hi. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. Yeah, if you're new to our podcast, it is based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Friday night was the most uncomfortable I've been probably since I moved to Maryland. And I just don't know if I'm used, not used to being around so many people or what, but I did not do well. I had to go, ho- well, I didn't even host. I mean, that's what was the problem was I wasn't hosting. I was like modeling as they call it. These, um, <laughs> these pets, there's an event here called show your soft side. And they, uh, that's oh. an organization and it's, um, event called project runway and it's basically like local celebrities and actually real celebrities. Uh, they bring in a bunch of football players and well-known pet lovers from all over the country. And mm. they basically have like a runway where each quote unquote celebrity, which I was by far the least famous person there, um, <laughs> walks across like just across the stage and then like the red carpet just to like bring attention to a bunch of animals to be adopted. Right. So it's cute. Like, the theory of it's cute. Yeah. But I do not think I did well. <laughs> um, oh. I, so I just, I'm not used to being around so many people yet. You know, like I'm just uh-huh. like my, I'm already an introvert just by mm-hmm. nature. Right. So I don't, I don't do well in these situations, period. But I think that COVID and just being by myself for so long has uh-huh. made my introvertedness or my, I should say my ability to be extroverted uh-huh. a million times harder. Yeah. Um, so I'm backstage with a bunch of people that I, I didn't know some people from one of my sister radio stations and I was fine. Like when we're with my people, I'm always fine. Right. But then yeah. we got separated into like different groups we we're going to walk out with. And now I'm backstage with a bunch of strangers and you know, there's nothing I hate more than small talk with strangers. Right. Like I don't, I just, I'm not, I'm not good at it. I'm not comfortable with it. I just. You know, I'm just like, can we please enter to the stage as fast as humanly possible? I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just can't so I can get this over with. Yeah, I just can't. I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to strangers. I never know what to say to strangers. I'm uh-huh. so bad. Unless I'm the one that's supposed to be like starting conversation, you know, uh-huh. yeah. I, I just don't find it of my nature to walk up and be, especially, I have no idea who these people are. They're all like somewhat known celebrities. And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> who you are. And to be honest, it's also kind of hard with those kind of people because everybody thinks they're cool. So oh, now yeah. you're dealing with a bunch of people who think they're, they're cool. And uh-huh. it's, it was just like, my social anxiety was like the maximum it's been since I moved to Maryland, like hands oh. down. Oh. So then this is something I've never done before. Cause typically when I go on a stage, I have a microphone, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm usually hosting an event or at least I'm talking about something. But my only yeah. job was to walk across the stage with a pet. And I found out about five oh. minutes before I went on stage, that I was going to get a kitten, which I was like, okay, that's fine. Hmm. But I don't think, I don't know if like, hmm, I don't know if like 
they I, and I think they actually kind of like it when when things go wrong, you know, like mm-hmm. for the audience, I'm sure it's kind of funny. Oh, when, yeah, it lightens when, everything up. Yeah, right? When when like yeah. the, the animals go kind of wild or something. So Comic relief. Everybody in front of me, they all get all these like kittens with costumes on and they're all just being mm-hmm. well-behaved and cute and cuddly. And they come up to me and they're like, hey, we couldn't get a uh, costume on your cat. It's being too wild here. And I'm like, no, like I got the wild cat. <laughs> oh, God. Like everyone else's cat's behaving just fine. And they're like, oh, yeah, we couldn't. Sorry, we couldn't get the outfit on the cat. So it's being too crazy. So you're trying to figure this out. I'm like, okay, oh, awesome. God. <sighs> so small talk, small talk, small talk. Wild animal in my hand. Okay. You can just picture this whole thing happening. I'm like, I don't even really know what to do with cats. I'm not really a cat person, but it's okay. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. So when you go, this is what, literally my instructions. It was just when you go on stage, do your thing for a couple of seconds. And then just walk off the stage. And I'm like, do my thing. I don't have a thing to do. It's <laughs> my thing. Like, I don't have a thing. Like, what's my thing? Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm first off honored to be here. Great event. But like, I don't, I'm not like a gymnast or something. Like, what, do my, like, what thing? Like, I'm, I'm the one that's supposed to be hosting. I don't even have my, like, my thing. And I'm awkward. Like, I'm just like, no, no. This is really bad. Oh, so, mom, I've sent you the video now of um, of what actually happened, so you can actually oh. watch me. Uh, okay. Uh, and I really, I, and you don't have to. I don't want you to be a nice, mom. I want you to just be authentic when you when oh. you tell me how this whole thing looks. Okay. Okay. All right. Here goes mom watching the video. Oh, you want me to watch it now? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, not, not tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now would be great. <laughs> oh, this is part of the show. Though. Yeah, this, I is, gotcha. this is them announcing oh. me on the stage. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Next model, and if so, you already know the love of his life is an 18 year old chihuahua named Kiki. She's 13, but whatever. Can you pause it right there, mom? Can you pause it for a second? Yeah, yeah. So, at this point, you gotta keep in mind, I'm like behind the off the side of the stage, right? Cat acting completely fine, but then all of a sudden. You walk on the stage and like these animals are already like they're, they're babies. You know what I mean? But yeah. then what the hell's going on in the world anyway? <laughs> and this cat like dug its nails <gasps> so deep into me. <laughs> oh my because, God. And it's like, it's like sound and lights and cheering. Oh, and this cat's yeah. eight weeks old and like, it has no oh. idea what the world even is. It probably thinks it's about to die. Oh. And now I've got like this cat clawed into my arm and I, now I'm supposed to do my thing. So you know, I can continue to watch. And... Okay. We thought of maybe walking a chihuahua tonight, but we didn't mention that this chihuahua actually purrs. Like, what? What's that even mean? Huh? Her name is Cindy. And although it's 12 weeks, she's still a wee bit shy. Oh, she's 12 you weeks. She's a celebrity podcaster or radio host to bring her out of her shell. So, cuddles. Uh, That'll do the trick. I yeah. Am I off the stage yet, Mom? From what you're watching? Yeah, you're on head off. Okay. So like that was it. Like I just like stood there and like just held the cat in my arms. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to. Be. I don't. I don't. I. I can't really see anybody else. What they've done before me. I don't really know what the protocol is of like. Because most of them have done this for years and years and years. And I'm like, do my oh things. So I literally God. just like, hold the cat in my arms and like just like 
show the audience. I'm like, I don't know. This cat's very scared right now. Um, but it was <laughs> it was an honor to be a part of it. I just probably should have asked a lot more questions before I actually took the stage because I just had oh, no idea. Man. But uh, yeah, that, I, I oh. it's <laughs> 20 minutes of my life. Very, very, very nerve wracking. There, <laughs> there for a little bit. Well, it must have been the day for. Yancey's screw-ups because I messed up at church at the funeral yesterday. Well, what'd you do? Oh, geez. So, you know, there's a eulogy, which is what the family members do to talk about their loved ones. Yeah. And then there's the homily, which is the sermon. Of course, I'm in charge of the homily. And the eulogy always comes before that. Really quick, one of my mom's, two of my mom's friends died recently, and both of them had funerals over the weekend. So just yeah. in case you're just tuning in for the first time. Yeah, exactly. So yesterday, um, well, on Saturday, I'll say, because it won't be yesterday in your time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on Saturday, I read the gospel. I came up, and it's now time for the eulogy. And I went straight to the podium and started my sermon. And I had just done like the little introduction in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I looked out. And the two daughters that are supposed to do the eulogy are staring at me. They're, they have bug eyes because they're already scared to death. And they're thinking, oh, my God, I thought this is when we went. Now she's up there. Oh, my God, so wait, what are we just, going to do? You just. Uh, I went straight to the podium when it was time for them to come up to start the sermon. Oh. And when I looked at it, there was supposed to be the eulogy part. Yes. But you gave so, the sermon instead? No, no, no. So I stopped right there and I said Wait, did you already start? Yeah, I just done the introduction, oh, you know, God. in the name of the Father. Why don't I just keep going? Because God always has the last word. God always That's has why. the last word. What does that have to do with the yes. thing? Because I'm preaching, I'm talking about God, right? They're not necessarily oh, talking so you're, about oh, God. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're talking about their loved one. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just stopped and I said, oh, excuse me, not quite yet. It's time for the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> so then I just, I just walked off and they walked up. <laughs> I thought you were just being a crazy old person. And they did their thing. I was like, oh, That is kind of awkward, though, like, because they were already, like, emotionally messed up at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, and terrified. And, like, you can't wait to get it over, right? Right, right. And then they see me get up there and they're like, what? Yeah, what? That's not what's oh supposed to be God. happening right now, this crazy old woman. <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> Well, luckily, that's not the worst thing that's ever happened at a funeral. You may give you some stories of the no. worst things that have ever happened at funerals. No. You have some? I do. Okay. Let me um, hear it. In Orlando, police were handed an especially weird assault case where a man walked into an open casket funeral and mm-hmm. proceeded to punch the corpse. <gasps> no way. His motive was a mystery. And then uh, cops oh. arrested the assaulter. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. That one's bad. Um, oh, that's real bad. Take you to a funeral in Cardiff. There was a the family of Simon Lewis had an infant son and had thoughtfully planned a video memorial for their funeral in Cardiff. Uh, but that wasn't the only thing that played on the screen. The mourners gathered at this um, crematorium and were uh, inset- instead subjected to four minutes of pornographic footage. <laughs> <laughs> 
the incident was blamed on oh, newly no. installed smart television, which may have been picked up uh, the, apparently via Wi-Fi. They thought maybe this was uh, somehow. Oh, that's gosh. extremely oh, uncomfortable. Gosh. Uh, oh. I'll take you to Philly. This was the, uh, this name is, the woman's name is Janin. She first saw her husband, Kenneth, in a casket in Philadelphia. She was taken back because it wasn't him. (laughs) (laughs) Employees at the James L. Hawkins funeral home initially assured her that the man was wearing her husband's clothes was indeed him. But that he just looked different due to the embalming chemicals. But as the service went off, the staff was forced to admit they accidentally swapped the corpses. So y'all, this this is like this oh, gets worse. Do you want to do one? It gets worse. Oh, oh no! The shock was too much for many of the mourners. Two of them were sent to the hospital due to seizures and asthma attacks. Oh gosh! So oh, what makes it Lord. worse is when the when the real man showed up, his legs were hanging out of the casket. Oh, <laughs> oh no! If this makes you feel any better. These are all oh, real man. stories, by the way. Let me keep going. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. That is so insane. I'll That's take you to uh, this is now the Buck Miller Brothers funeral home when Ralph, this guy named Ralph, reported that two different people were lying in his mother's casket. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the Connecticut funeral home had mixed up two bodies and mistakenly cremated the oh. woman. Oh, so oh, no. I don't know why. Oh, so there were, okay, oh. I'm sorry. There was actually one other person oh. lying. It was not supposed to, it was a man in the mother's casket. Oh. And they realized they actually screwed the wrong people up. And so that was, Oh gosh. Oh my word. Uh, you want to keep going? Or are you good? <laughs> hey, it's your show. <laughs> um, talking about the, oh, well, the worst things have ever happened at a funeral. Oh, Myrtle Beach funeral home. Um, so the trouble began at a Myrtle Beach funeral home when Corey Bellamy kind of lost control and started shouting and throwing chairs, apparently angry with the final plans of the deceased. His outburst was not only upset, uh, not only upset the other funeral goers who called the police, but his own heart as well. So oh. when the officer arrived at the scene of the uh, uh, the officer arrived at the scene, they called for an EMT. One of the oh, guests geez. said that uh, he should be arrested. So this brought another funeral attendee to run over and attack the man. And then oh, she was arrested for assault oh. and battery. And he was taken to the hospital because he started to have heart problems. Just oh, all during the God. middle of the funeral. Oh, gosh. Um, that's Mm-mm. it. I think you got Okay, oh, last man. one. Last one. Oh, God. China. Oh, boy. It's rampant, apparently. For funeral stripper problems. Really? (laughs) Apparently (laughs) citizens have been inviting burlesque performers to perform at funerals to draw a big crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And thereby it's seen as a sign of good luck for the deceased in the afterlife. Oh my word. This has led to women Uh, removing their bras right next to memorial photos in view uh -uh. of children. Uh Uh-uh. Um, apparently the oh, Wall Street geez. Journal points out this problem is not unique to China. Taiwan also hosts high heel exotic dancers at funeral oh. services. So no I don't way. think, I don't that think anything that you can actually do 
um, no. would be I'm able to beat. I'm feeling pretty secure right now. Yeah, be able to beat how uh, <laughs> how chaotic that got. That is crazy. All right, mm. want to get to our uh, quote for today? Sure, it's from Haraboga. There's room for all of you and for everything you experience, the grim and the glorious, the wounded, wounding, healing, and healed. I like that so much because, you know, all of the components of us, all our feelings and emotions and everything that happens to us makes us the people that we are. And we need to honor all of those aspects of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, the bad times, the good times, the things that we've done wrong, Mm -hmm. the things that we've done well, they all make up who we are. And help us to find our place in the world. And I just, I love that. I love that quote. We need to embrace all of that. Well, I feel like we just all just it. try so hard to fit in. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, that's our only objective mm-hmm. is to fit in. I was mm-hmm. watching the, you know what I mean? Isn't that true? Like we all, we all just want to be accepted. We all just want to be well, part of something. True. There were, yes. um, there were two new episodes of that way down documentary that got released. Mom, remember the one with oh, the woman no. in the Tennessee oh, no, with the church more. about losing weight. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I don't, you don't need to rush out to watch them. If you watch the other ones there, it was, it felt a little bit like a cash grab. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> nothing else really came from it that I was like, Oh, it's just kind of more of the same few things. Uh-huh. But basically the only thing that I got from it was that they, a lot of people started saying that like she would, in, in case you don't know the way down, we talked about this on previous podcasts, but it's on HBO max. It's about a woman that started a church in Tennessee and it was all about losing weight and how like, if you lost weight, you go to heaven, but if you got fat, you go to hell. And that's basically it. But it would turn into yeah. like cult status. Right. Bottom but line. like, mm-hmm. Cults are like all about fitting in, you know, like as I'm watching these people mm-hmm. talk about just how bad they wanted to be a part of this group, you know, but like, God, the only way you be part of you, you better not gain weight, you know, mm-hmm. and this detective or somebody that I think he had something to do with the case was saying that, you know, most people that lose weight will probably gain it back within five years. Like, like I forget what percentage of people actually do end up gaining weight back. A lot. Uh, uh-huh. So that's, that's the point he was trying to make was like, it was this big, and, and then they would just like make you disappear. Like you were obviously sinning and mm-hmm. where, you know, her idea of this church was just, you know, you have to be skinny. So all these people thought the only way they were going to get into heaven is they were just skinny and that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, rather than just being our unique selves, we all, listen, I'm, you know, me, I'm very open with my body dysmorphia point of view, you know, <laughs> uh, we all want to. We all want to be the, you know, the, the, the fit in. We all want to be glamorized, mm. right? Like, mm. I don't care who you are. We all have our insecurities in some way, somehow. It's mm-hmm. all, but, but where do these insecurities come from? You ever thought about mm-hmm. that? Like, where do your insecurities mm-hmm. come from? Yeah. And they all come from wanting to fit in. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Ma, what do you think your biggest insecurity is? Gosh. You better not say nothing. I swear to you, Nancy, Nancy. No, 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 no. I think it is my weight. I always feel like I'm overweight. But like, where does that come from? Um, I, Because my mother was obese. But like, where does that and come I'll, from? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, Yeah, I had it's shame, you know. I always felt um, somewhat ashamed of her and sad for her. Um, but why did you feel because that? Because she was overweight. Did you feel like people because judged her? Of course, her? I wanted, but yeah, because of course, people look at me and go, "Oh, you know, she's overweight," or 
you know, they judge you. Yeah. yeah. And you want you and everyone wants to be seen as being the perfect specimen. Of course. Right. We all try. Yeah. I mean, that's what we spent our whole lives doing, you know, is just trying mm-hmm. to until you started to take acknowledgement of this, mm-hmm. you know. That's like one mm-hmm. thing that I, I'm really having to own with my singledom. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants nobody wants me to be in a relationship more than everybody else but me. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants me in a relationship. Oh, when are you gonna settle down? When are you gonna get somebody? You're gonna be in a relationship, you know? Like, and and mm-hmm. trust me, like it'd be a lot easier if I was just in a relationship, at least socially. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Oh yeah. I don't really feel like it's looked down on, but like, trust me, it's like always a topic of conversation. Yeah. Who are you dating? Where are you going? What you It's always doing? easier to do something with someone too. Well, I just, I just yeah, think that we, partner. it's just so much easier to fall into the norm. I mean, vegan's another mm-hmm. one. Oh, here we go. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just used to these now, but it's always hard at first. Yeah. Drinking's another one. Oh, why yeah. don't you drink? Yeah. Why wouldn't you drink? That's yeah. what you do. Are you an alcoholic? Yeah. Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> You're not. Then why wouldn't why you drink? Why would you drink? You know, <laughs> why don't you eat meat? Yeah. Where do you get your protein? <laughs> what do you mean you yeah. don't want to be in a relationship? Aren't you lonely? <laughs> when are you having kids? Don't you know your time is running out? <laughs> because these are all like things the norm. And we can't yeah. all be in relationships. We can't all eat meat. We can't all drink alcohol. Like that's not works. But that's it's kind of just like what is expected in our society that we live in. It's just it's just uh-huh. to follow suit. The the more you follow suit, the people the easier people can claim to understand you better. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So just be you and be proud of you. I know it's like sometimes it's hard to be proud of like who you are. If you're unique, it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. But hopefully if you walk away from anything with this podcast today, it's like whatever those things are, like embrace that. We we need your weirdness. Yeah. We need every weird ass person on this planet. Yeah. Because if not, then we're we all do. the same and we're all weird. Like, like that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. All the same is weird. So. Mm-hmm. I hope you kind of walk away from today's episode just being like, you know what? I'm unique and I'm different. I'm special. And that's cool. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I just- want to thank BetterHelp for being a part of our podcast today. I'm making great progress with BetterHelp. I love online therapy. I really do. It's it's a really easy way to to get therapy done. And if you've been considering therapy, I hope you'll think about BetterHelp. Whenever it comes up, you may not be in something right now. I mean, I think we all need work done no matter what, but I know a lot of people wait till they're in a crisis to start getting help. But hopefully when that day comes, you start, you think better help, right? Uh, relationships take a lot of work and a lot of us will drop anything to go help someone that we care about. But what do we do to treat others? Mom, are you opening a, a, a gift right now? It sounds like you're unwrapping a birthday <laughs> it gift. It sounds like that. No, I'm just pulling out a piece of paper. I just okay. realized I didn't have my notepad here. Sorry. Well, uh, people, basically, you go out of your way for, to help your significant others and your kids and everything else. What are you doing to take care of yourself? How about therapy? Right. You know, like you make time for the gym, but why not make time for, you know, your mental health as well? BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video and phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with therapists in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Certified Mama's Boy with Steve Kramer. Listeners, that's weird. This has my whole name on here though. You get 10% um, off your first month by using betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. 
All right. We will get to Leah in just a second. First, Certified Fans, thank you so much for what you do. My mom's going to tell you why Certified Fans are so important for our show. Yes. Well, you're our lifeline. You help us pay the bills, first and foremost. Secondly, um, you uh, get us, you join our fan page on Facebook, which we love, and we all get to know each other really well there. You get discounts on merch. You get mama texts. You get a shout out on a show. And that's what we're getting ready to do right now. Uh, so, Can yeah, when you join, me? you can, and if you want to help us, text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer8. And you can become a fan of Certified Mama's Boy, and we appreciate that. We do have a new certified fan that we need to oh, love and appreciate and dedicate this show to. You were hoping for one more new one. We and we did it. it. We got it in on the Yay. 28th as our newest one. I need to know uh, more about you. I need to know more about our newest certified fan. Joel B. Perfect. Joel B. is from Columbus, Ohio. How about that? Awesome. I don't know how you found out about us, Joel, but we'd love <laughs> to find out more about you because I don't, you might be our only certified fan in Ohio. Yeah. Um, I think we had somebody else that listened in Ohio, but I don't think they were certified fans. So you're literally, I think, our only certified fan that lives in Ohio. We'd love to find out how you found out about us. Maybe you knew me from a different, you know, radio market or whatever. But um, yeah, Joel B is our okay. certified fan of the day. She's our newest certified fan. So this show is dedicated to you. Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Well, what is her number? She'll oh, want to know that. She's 427. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Joe LB from Ohio. We're happy yeah. to have you here. Thank you. I want to find out more about you too. So let us know how you found out about the show because I'm uh, very curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but join us if you want to be a certified fan, support the show. Text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer8. It's also a voting week for our show. Today oh, is the 2nd of February. I mean, sorry, 2nd of March, May. May? What month? That's already May. 2nd of May oh, today. So for the next eight days, I'm going to ask you to spend uh, 10 seconds voting for our show. And if you just text the word vote to 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8, then uh, you will, uh, you can vote for us for Podcast Magazine. They're, they have a hot 50 chart and we have consistently been spot one or two now for the whole entire year. The only show that has beat us this year so far is my other show. So <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, but, but, but no, like this is a big deal. I was telling somebody about this the other day. They were like, oh, I think there's Leo was asking about the hot 50 chart. And she's like, is it based on downloads? And I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, it's based, it's just love, man. It's people that just mm-hmm. show love for their podcast. And we have the number one most loved show by their people in the country. And that's amazing. So it that this is amazing. takes two seconds. Our buddy Dante has made this so friggin' easy because now literally all you have to do is just click the link. And I'll put it on the certified fans page as well so that, you know, you can obviously do it that way. Um, we learned that you can, if you're voting on your phone, you can vote twice, once with your Wi-Fi on, once with your Wi-Fi off. And that works. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're already subscribed, you don't even have to put your email address or name in. You can just hit already subscribed and then won't even ask you for your um, name and email address. So it takes literally, once you put your name and email address in once, like, boom, 10 seconds a day. But you can vote every single day. Text the word fans. I'm sorry. Text the word vote. Text the word vote to 888-Kramer8. And I should be getting the hot chart sometime, sometime soon for um, for the month of May. So we'll see how we do. 
All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I'm going to move on to Leah. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right, let's do Mental Health Monday. This is my therapist friend, Leah Aguirre. And Leah is a great therapist in San Diego, and she comes on Mondays so we can talk everything mental health. It's that easy. It's also it's brought to you by our friends over at Dunn, the most affordable and efficient way for you to get help managing your ADHD from the comfort of your home. So for a Saturday was my cheat-aversary, which I don't know if most clients come in and talk to you about their cheat-aversary. I mean, by the, the domain name. Um, I don't think... I don't think that that's come up specifically. I know divorce, like signing the divorce papers has come up. Yeah. A breakup date has come up. I haven't heard of the cheativersary. I always remember the date because it was the date I had to continuously write on my divorce papers. So it kept being like, what day did she leave the house? What day did she leave the house? What day, you know, like when was, and so that was the last day she was there Mm -hmm. was the uh, 30th of April. Uh, and I was saying on Friday cheated or when you, you like, that's what I found out. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I should change it to, that was the uh, cheativersary is funnier. Um, so (laughs) I, I was talking about, I mean, that's what really what Friday show is mostly about was because this year I really don't care anymore. I really honestly don't care. Uh, I didn't have any hard feelings about it. Yeah, like I'm just I'm not mad about it. I'm not, it doesn't really like phase me. It doesn't really phase me either way anymore. Like I just don't care. I'm not really mad at her. I'm not I'm just kind of like whatever. Like it's just I don't know. Like I'm able to like make jokes about it openly and like not in like a unhealthy way to make myself feel better. Like I really just don't I just don't care about it anymore. Which is that healthy or is that unhealthy? Because well, I was going to say though, do you really not care because we're talking about it? No, I really don't care because I really I was going to put no together some things about it. Like, not really. I mean, comfortable. I for Let's Friday do a show. Scan. <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna do honestly I was gonna do some really emotional Friday show about like being cheated on, and I was like when I sat down to really think about it, I'm, I'm not I don't I I don't really care anymore. That's a lot of growth. Yeah. And I feel good about that. Like it's actually to me, I, I don't think I'm just pushing it down because I was very emotional about it for a long time. And I, I don't know. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, like it is what it is. But here, here's my question for you mm-hmm. is because in the end of Friday's show, what I talk about is I don't know, like, like what remains with me is like some of the insecurities that come with being cheated on. Mm-hmm. Right. And I fear getting in a new relationship before I completely clear that from my body. But when I was talking, I was like, I don't even know if like when you get cheated on, do you ever fully get over it? You know, like do do you ever, are you able ever able just to like walk into another relationship? And maybe actually this is what you're supposed to be doing and never fear being cheated on ever again. I'm sure you have clients that come in that if it could come from some kind of, that's a fear for a lot of people, even that haven't been cheated on is this, what if, right? All the, what ifs, what if we get a divorce? What if it doesn't work out? What if he cheats on me? You know, I think that's pretty common to think about it, even if you haven't been cheated on. Yeah. So the fear I would say is generally normal, especially if you have been cheated on. And all I can say is, I mean, and I say this too, for, 
people that are getting married and having not like cold feet, but like, you know, all the fears of like, what will, you know, like, will it work out? What if it doesn't work out? Like a lot of, and it's really not about the person. It's just fear of failing or fear of of the relationship ending. And it's, we can't go into every relationship assuming the very worst. Now I've done that in the past, not so much with cheating, but like just, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop and it doesn't help because you're just consumed by that all the time. You can't be fully present. So I think what I always say is to acknowledge the fear, like let yourself have that fear and have compassion for yourself and know that it comes from a place of hurt or insecurity. And then really truly think about it. Is this going to be beneficial to continue stewing in it or in, you know fixating on it? Well, it only took me four years to get over it. So I would assume it would only take me some, you know, four years to finally trust someone all over again. I don't believe that. But every you, day through their phone until I can finally trust them. But you learned a lot about yourself. Like this is the thing is who you are now is not who you are then. No, for sure. So I think even how I'm actually so I'm working on my my book, right? And I'm talking to the I'm working with like a writing coach. I love her. And she's also a therapist, so it's great. But um how I would have handled a breakup or such like a a bad type of situation a lot like five years ago is completely different than how I respond to it now and how I make meaning from it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I don't think you would, you're in that place. I think you're a lot, you're in a lot better place than you were. And so if things come up, you'll be able to handle it and you'll have a little bit more confidence, even though you have insecurities, who doesn't have insecurities? I don't know one person who doesn't have a single insecurity. I mean, if you're, you pretty much have to be a sociopath to not have any insecurity. <laughs> Which I am. So I'm good. Uh, But that's okay. So that's what I said, though, is that one thing that cheating has given me, Mm -hmm. and I think this is, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, to be honest with you, is uh, not fearing something bad happening in a relationship again. Mm. Make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really everyone's like well i think you're just jaded i feel like you're not you're not trying hard enough to be in a relationship because you're just jaded you're just hurt so like you don't want to do that again and i'm like actually it's the opposite and i think i think it's the opposite but you can dissect this because this is what you do (laughs) i i'm like not scared because i think you have well i have a few things (laughs) oh boy it's only a 10 minute segment leah (laughs) i don't think you're jaded i think Sometimes you have unrealistic expectations. Of what, Leah? I think attractiveness. (laughs) I think you have this, this like checklist. Really, it's a lot of it's about like attractiveness because, and and, careful chemistry, right? Like, or like what it's no chemistry is important, but I really think it's attractiveness. I think it's. What, you've talked about this. We've talked about this on here no, before. Yeah, we, 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 we've, we've talked There's about like it. Yeah, some for sure. shallowness, and I and I think it comes from probably. I think it's a defense because, like, if you're you know needing a ten, which I hate that we wait. I for. will settle for a nine and a half. See, but that's that's. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> is it though? But okay, no, so, it is. So I it think is. that's part of it, and I also think when people say that because I think because of the outcome of your last relationship and knowing you know, you, you want to take this next relationship you're in like an actual relationship and 
seriously and you want it to work out. So right. you're not just going to dive into anything. Right. I'm, I, I think that I am, I, since I know I don't need it anymore right now, at least right now, I don't feel like I need a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I might like, why not hold out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not? Why just feel like it's good enough? Like, it, you know, like looks wise, she's fine to me. She's nice enough. She's, uh, you know, what uh, compassionate enough. She, you know, I just, I don't, uh, unrealistic expectations. I don't know. Or I, is it? J- well, and you've also, you're also in this limbo period where you're like not yeah. certain about your future. I, and I really think that's a huge part of it. How could you really truly want to invest in someone if you don't know where you're going to be? It's true. It's true. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. why I invest in a 13 year old dog. It's the only female I need in my life. <laughs> Nancy, Yancy and Kiki. That's all you need. That's all I need. And I'll be fine. <laughs> Going back to cheating. <laughs> we get sidetracked. I Kiki will never cheat on you. She, Kiki would never yeah. ever leave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't. She's my property. Um, I don't. <laughs> but what I'm like the point that I was trying to make is like I don't. I in my whole time in my marriage, I was like, what if? Wouldn't it be terrible if? I don't know how I would go on if, you know. <laughs> You also, I think, have some anxiety and experience some anxiety and think of worst case scenarios in general. Sure. But now since I've kind of been through it, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I look at relationships a lot different because mm-hmm. if that if that's the worst, if I went through the worst case scenario mm-hmm. and I know now that I'm strong enough without a yeah. relationship, it's a blessing. And that's the way <laughs> I'm kind of looking at it on my two days after my cheativersary. I agree. I agree. Thanks, Leah. <laughs> You're doing great. Thanks. Look it's at this. Fun. This Look is our best it. one yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Leah has uh, a plethora. <laughs> so of... we're changing the website name, by the way. Oh, good. I, but, I, I, but the people can access. It's not. It's well, we. So it's we bought it. Okay. However, it's not. We haven't switched. Well, this one's going to air on Monday, so probably not by then. So you can just find me on Instagram if you like, <laughs> and because then I'll link it there. Oh boy! So my <laughs> Instagram handle, as of right now, before the branding, which is so silly, is your modern therapist. So you can find the link to my website and the blog post and all that fun stuff. Well, what's the new brand going to be? Can we talk about it? Or is it going to be like a grand yeah. reveal? No, 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 no. It's not like um. So a lot of the I've come to determine most of the work that I'm doing is around female empowerment and um, challenging the gender constructs and norms that I think women feel. I'm trying to mm, imprisoned by in a lot of ways, not just in relationships, but in making decisions and setting boundaries, and so. I have decided to kind of create this. It's more of my practice, but I'm also doing the writing and stuff. So it's her true empowerment. And this came out out of a conversation with a friend and we were talking about what is true empowerment? Because we use that term like empowerment all, all, you know, we toss that term around and I really like that word, but it's really the idea is you get to define it and anyone, anyone can define what empowerment looks like to them. And I think that's the key. But also it's knowing what, what, what does that mean to you? Right. So it's like, what is, and we, that's a whole nother probably episode. But. <laughs> it's a whole nother episode of yeah. certified mama's boy. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new video game this weekend called Nintendo sports, uh, switch sports. 
and I just played it so much. And if you ever had like the Wii, remember the Nintendo Wii and it had a Wii Sports to it? So this is like the follow-up. I don't know what it is. I'll always enjoy, there's like a, a brain cell that just like gets scratched every time I play anything nostalgic. I'm not here, almost a 40-year-old man swinging a fake tennis racket. You know, bowling. <laughs> bowling on the Nintendo. I hope you get a good weekend. I will see you tomorrow with a brand new Ask My Mom. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.